Wow. First of all, I want to say thank you for clicking play because that is a big deal. This is episode one of Off the Cuff. And let me just start off by saying if you are listening to my voice at this given moment, we are literally best friends. Okay, that's probably an oversell, but I'm hoping that maybe we could consider ourselves good friends at some point. And hopefully, that point is now. But before we get to that, I wanted to just tell you a little bit about myself, the podcast, and who we're going to be speaking with today. Um, my One of my best friends, actually, is Becca Teary. And that name may not mean much to you because she's not famous, I'm not famous, and this podcast is not about talking to famous people. This podcast is about talking with people that are real, that are relatable, that are human beings. Because um, my background, uh, first of all, my name's Austin, and Austin Wiggins. And I started a video production company um, really right out of high school. I've been doing this professionally since 2011. And I've been excited about just really my whole life, ever since I, really since I was 14. I've just loved storytelling and I've always loved people and relationships, and I would say that's probably the number one thing that I do love on this planet is relationships with other human beings and their stories and connecting people. Um, and I'm just I'm extroverted to the max. I'm always going. I'm always meeting new people. I'm just, I hunger for that connection and just getting to know somebody new and hearing their story and learning things that they know that I don't know, which is a vast obviously uh, endless ocean of knowledge that is, that you don't know. And I, I want to tap into that and just learn as much as I possibly can from other people and their experiences and, and their stories and their family stories. And over the years, I've been very blessed to have met and connected with just tons and tons of people that I'm fascinated by on a daily basis. And as far as the podcast medium goes, I've been listening to podcasts since I was 12 or so. Um, before, back then, people didn't even know what podcasts were. I would say, I just listened listening to this podcast, and friends, family, no one. I mean, what is a podcast? And few people even know it actually is called a podcast because it originated on the iPod, and it was an um, Apple kind of started it. It was like, um, it was a, this bringing these radio shows style uh, content to the iPod when it podcasts. So, um, and that's kind of an unknown fact by a lot of people. But so, been listening to podcasts since I was 12 years old. So, I've always had a passion for it, um, an excitement for it. And I think that's part of the reason why I transitioned to video once I learned because I did pod, I, I consumed podcasts before I ever thought about making videos, um, even as a hobby, much less as a professional. Um, and I, I would say probably seriously for the past three, five years, I've wanted to do a podcast, have a background in corporate marketing uh, for uh, multimedia work, doing audio work, doing video work, graphic design work. And podcasts have always been kind of in the back of my mind as something that I wanted to do, but I never really had a concept that A, was repeatable, that I was interested in, and B, that was... Um, non-invasive. It was very simple, relatively simple to, to do because I have found that with working with people, especially the general population, they their schedules are busy. They don't 
they're they're overwhelmed by video interviews. They don't want to see themselves on camera. And it can be very intimidating, A, to have a camera, but then also the time it takes to find a visually stimulating area to set up, leveling the cameras, setting, you know, balancing the color and all these things that go into video content. So that's part of the reason I love podcasts is because they're designed to be listened to in either kind of almost in the background, you know, you can you can listen to them anywhere, driving, washing dishes, walking the dog at the grocery store. It's content that you don't have to sort of, it doesn't have to disrupt your day-to-day. You can just listen to it constantly, which is, I, I listen to probably to five or six hours a week of podcasts. That's just, it's part of my identity. And, but then I realized the, the thing that I wanted to, to hit on was people. People love people. Human, the human element is such a big deal in storytelling. And frankly, that's, when you think of any story you've ever been told or have seen in the movies, the strongest stories have the strongest human connection, human bond, the human element, the human experience, and just diving into that, digging into it in a human and very ultra relatable way. A lot of my, most of my most of my favorite movies are very simple. They're not, you know, as soon as they start getting into the explosions and the fire and the bombs and the gunshots. Um, those are fun, but they don't resonate with me as well. I'm much more driven to documentary storytelling and um, connecting with people um, with real stories. and um, Or even if it's fiction, stories that just move your soul, remind you that you are alive, that I am a human. Um, and that's what this podcast is about. But what I wanted to do, the unique aspect of this podcast is Off the Cuff, the name of the show. It stems from not being, it being mostly candid, not having a scripted conversation or heavily structured conversations, but the main, but more importantly than that, actually going out in the real world and meeting people where they are. So this podcast is out of studio. I'm actually recording this in a studio, but the meat of the podcast and that the vast majority of the show will be on location. We might be sitting on a porch. We might be walking in a park, sitting on a park bench by a campfire, maybe sitting on a a dock. You can hear the water. So this podcast is effectively the marriage of my vision is to marry the, the art form of documentary storytelling, but through and through the art of podcast, which is an audio only medium. Um, And I know there's video podcasts out there, but I grew up and was fell in love with audio-only podcasts because, again, they can be listened to anywhere. Don't require you to sit and look at the screen for extended periods of time, um, which is what I'm most fond of. I love that aspect of podcasts. So what's held me back for the past couple of years from doing this has been technology. And in the past, if you wanted to go out in nature or in the real world and get good quality sound it required quite a bit of technology quite a bit of equipment um and then if you went the other route where you just kept it casual your audio quality would be pretty diminished so there's been new developments in artificial tech artificial intelligence technology in the world of sound and the world of just all sorts of um all sorts of areas but specifically audio which has allowed me to to sort of do this new technique that i'm very excited about that's going to allow me to get both easeability and quality 
in the real world. And I am extraordinarily excited about it. And I'm extraordinarily excited to be talking with today one of my best friends, Becca Terry. Mentioned the name earlier, but she and I have been working together for the past few years. So I started my video business back in uh, 2011, technically, but then branded it Highlight Media in 2013. And she came along few years ago and she's helps me with communications she helps me with social media writing she does video assist work for weddings and other jobs and we've just really bonded well and have a great chemistry professional chemistry and i'm excited for you to meet her but the one thing i wanted to talk to becca about because this podcast is not about me it's not about my business it's kind of everything sort of branches out from that and my love of professionalism and networking and connecting with people on a professional and personal level but this is about the people i want to be able to to bring as many people out there into this podcast as possible connect with them and i want people to be able to share their stories with pretty much no compromise just let's keep it casual and talk but for becca i wanted to talk specifically about her cat account and what do you say when you say cat account okay well she has a very successful instagram account documenting the life of that she lives with her cats and she's an avid hiker she loves nature and she takes the cats they go hiking and she puts them in crazy sunglasses and crazy hats and crazy crazy wardrobe and this and that and just takes pictures of them and i have been so excited or so um proud of her in her journey and seeing her grow as a as a business person because this is turning into uh, a bit of a small business for her and her photography skills have have just grown so so heavily over the over the past several years. She's a great great photographer, has a great eye for photography, but storytelling. And I wanted to bring her on today to talk about this cat account, but also have some fun. We've I've got I've got a game planned at the end. Um, we'll talk about a couple of recommendations, kind of what's going on in her world, what's going on in my world, things that we recommend um, to the to you and. Uh, but yeah, without further ado, Miss Becca Terry. Okay, so I've got 34 hours on this SD card. Do you think we can contain this conversation within that time frame? I think so. Okay, well, I'm officially recording, and I just have to say I am just <laughs> speechless right now. I'm so excited about being, you know, officially kicking off the first episode of this podcast. So I kind of set up who you are a little bit, Becca, in the intro. Do you want to, first of all, just kind of piggyback off of that and tell us who you are. Who is Becca? What makes you tick? Um, well, hello, everybody. Uh, I am Becca Terry. I am extremely excited to be here. Uh, Austin Wiggins is a personal friend that I've had through my husband for years now, and we've uh, worked closely together. It's always uh, quite a comical journey, especially weddings. Um, but yeah. That's that's me so far. Okay. Well, fantastic. Well, first of all, I got to say so where we are right now, Becca, for the for the for the person listening to this podcast, they can't see where we are off the cuff. That's the big deal about this. We're we are out of studio. I've never heard another podcast by design intentionally record out of studio in nature. So where are we at at this given moment? We are at a local park. So we live in Rome, Georgia. And um, we walked a little ways past the playground, and you can probably hear the traffic. Um, but it just feels nice to be outside in the sunshine after a lot of rainy days. 
it has been my gosh it's been so rain i mean i thought the I, the sun i mean I, I almost bid farewell to it permanently <laughs> a few months ago i was like i don't just just make peace with it we're never going to see it again and it just but then it, it starts to come back you know as the seasons change it, it reminds us no i'm still here i'm still here but uh but yes very very nice park birds this is exactly what when i you know came up with this design this concept this is what i dreamt of was just being in nature getting out of the studio because i spend a lot of time working out of the house and you do too and it's just nice to to have a reason to go outside um that we may that you know is not which we do a lot of work outside too i mean we shoot weddings and we we do um a lot of work where we do have to leave but a lot of time it is cooped up and it's nice to get out so one more reason to get out so um so as i kind of mentioned in the podcast in the intro becca and i work together um and we've been you've been doing work with for me for for me and with me for quite a while probably three four five years at least three three years or so um so i wanted to really take this moment in the first episode to kind of because the the series itself branches from that as you know as a from my professional background and passion and interest to connect with people becca you know we connect we connected on a professional level and and that's been a really great experience and uh kind of your husband is austin the other austin we actually have quite a past um together (laughs) quite a history but uh the other austin as we call him or i'm the other austin to his his circles um, so that's how we met originally, but, um, I want to really, so we, we got connected in that way, which has been great. Um, what would you say it's been like working, you know, tell, talk about a little bit about your background in video and kind of how, you know, cause it, it I don't want to talk too much about video specifically, but I know that is kind of our shared interest. Yes. One of the main shared interests we do have. So I, I started out loving photo, um, things like Polaroids or, just a simple Canon. And then um, it just grew from there, from stills to action shots of just like capturing life as it happens. Um, I definitely don't view myself as a pro. You're definitely somebody I look up to in the video world. Um, But it's been a fun journey to figure that out, um, going from photo to video. Um, But yeah, I mean, life happens all around us. And I, I just love the idea of making sure we capture some of those memories. Cause I don't know about you, the older I get, the more of those memories kind of fade. And so I love uh, looking back, pressing play and, mm-hmm. and seeing it all again. Yeah, I mean, that's, and that's something, at least in my experience too, kind of one of the things I love about video is that when I was growing up, I always had a camera with me and still to this day, I, not as much, but I try to be a little more in the moment than I used to be. But um, it's like, it's still, Back at the, you know, when we were middle school and high school, my friends would think it was kind of weird or they'd be, gro- you know, like, why, oh, bring the camera again. So it kind of found that it kind of annoyed them a little a little bit, you know, in, back in the day. But now that we're older, we're 30, you know, um, and some of us not quite there yet, but we're pretty much all at that 30 window uh, threshold in the 30s. Um, they respect it. They appreciate it more than they did back then because now they're able to go back and look at a bunch of memories and actually experience those memories again in a way that a lot of people don't and I you know that's something that uh that people don't think about too like with pets with grandparents with with family members parents eventually they will no longer be with us and kind of video is a way to really cement their memory in a way that you can hear them and you can see them and you can you know almost to relive those moments as many times as you want which is another reason I love wedding wedding movies wedding videos highlight films which is what we do a lot together um 
because when you're when you're I don't know when you're shooting a wedding or when you're, when you're experiencing your wedding day so much is happening and you just can't I hear this from all my clients they're just like man there's so much that I did not see or even remember on the day of because we were uh, so focused on everything else and it's just like it's a blur so it's just a it's like a, it's a time capsule that you know that's it's a priceless it's a priceless time capsule video and you know even more than photos because you can see but to hear and see movement and see people's ticks and little you know idiosyncrasies of a person and to me is just one of the main reasons I love video and having you along for that journey has been great because there's not a lot of people locally that I can kind of talk shop with and you're one of those people and I love that so and so that brings me to this next point I wanted to make about the this podcast and kind of why we're doing it Um, but before I get into that we have another special guest with us today (laughs) who is Becca tell us about who is this other special guest that I didn't know was going to be joining us until last minute so because we were going outside, uh, we're in our Eno chairs, just chilling out. Um, I love to bring my cat Mushroom to any of these kind of things. Like late, lately we've been going to our local beer garden or I take them to state parks all the time. But um, I was very excited to be like, hey, like it's not too cold, the sun's out, like it'd be good for her to get out too. So we have Mushroom Cat uh, with us today, which is my one-eyed cat that goes uh, goes outside with me on a leash. <laughs> so it's so. Well, you can't just sneak past that little comment, one-eyed cat. Yes. And I also know you have a three-legged dog. True, so. yeah. We, we are a zoo, but we are an oddity zoo. Uh, definitely didn't plan it that way. Um, so we have Ollie Dog, which is our oldest dog. He's about five years old. He's a lab mix. Uh, he's an old man at heart. He's always on the couch with me. And then our next dog would be Blueberry, which is our, our mini Yorkie, which um, unfortunately... Um, last year he broke his leg and we tried to like crate him and we recasted him about three times. He kept breaking his poor little leg, tiny little fragile leg. And I mean, it's had to have been the size of a pencil. It was so tiny. But yeah. he, he's a teacup. <laughs> yeah, he's like, a, he's like mixed with a mini and a standard. So he's like, I don't know, four pounds maybe. I mean, when I came to y'all's house, when it, still when I come there, I mean, I'm like, I feel like if one wrong move, I'm going to just crush this little guy. I know. Sometimes I'm petting him, and I'm like, how do you breathe, little guy? Because <laughs> his lungs must be the size of a golf ball or a, he's or a pea. He's so small. Not a pea, but like maybe an olive, maybe his I mean, lungs. Maybe, yeah. He's, pre- he's pretty small. So then uh, finally after the third break, we had to uh, get his leg removed. And yeah. he's, he's been so much happier. He still runs. He's still jumping. Like, he's... He's still a normal dog, so he's still living it up in the apartment for sure. I mean, I love it. I mean, I went over there. I think he had his cast, or it had just been removed. And he still had his bandages on. And I was, he was, I've never, I think he's happier now with three <laughs> legs than he was with four. I mean, he was as just, just happy and as bright as I've ever seen that poor little dog. But, but it's so cool. So you have a three-legged dog, you have a two-eyed, or one-eyed cat, and you also have another cat. I do. I have, uh, or... Uh, orange tabby her name's Pinecone. she was the first cat that we brought into the mix um, back in 2020 right before you know COVID had already kind of started and then the the shutdowns happened okay and then right before the shutdowns happened we went to our local shelter and we um she was the only cat available um and but we took our time we opened up the crate and she belly flopped in front of us and then let us pet her belly, and me and my husband just looked at each other, and we were like, yep, she's, this, is, this is the one. Like, I know she was the only option, but 
really, if she didn't react the way she did, you know, we weren't going to rush that decision. Mm-hmm. But, um, and I always figured myself as a dog person, but after we got her, like, I'm a cat lady for sure. Like, yeah. sign me up because there's something really special about cats. Like, they get to choose how much they love you, which sounds weird. Like, dogs are loyal, like, completely, like, right off the bat. Like, their love is endless, but cats are really picky and so when they like come up to you you feel really special in those moments and I really uh didn't know how much that would affect me and so um since the shutdowns were happening and I used to hike back in college a long time ago um I hadn't since then really and then I just decided like hey like this little creature I just want to get outside with her and so we started in our local state parks and it took off from there. Like eventually I was like, hey, I'd really like to capture these moments. Like we were saying earlier, like just these memories happening. Um, I know you want to live in the moment, but there's a few moments you just want to treasure forever. And then we started uh, an, a silly little Instagram account called Life of Pine. And uh, it was just me showing, showing off where me and my cat go and like living our best, as I call it, nine lives. Living so. our best nine lives. <laughs> I love it. You should, is that on a t-shirt? It, I should be. It should be. Well, and before you get too deep into the, the Instagram account, I wanted to touch, and I I'd mentioned the Instagram account as well as uh, your love of nature and hiking in the intro. So, you know, I wanted, that's the, the main reason I wanted to bring you on the show was because, A, we, like I said earlier, we do have that connection with the professional connection and the love of video. Um, but you, but your passion and your interest goes so far beyond that. It's, you're such a more uh, well-rounded person, um, and I admire you for that. That you, you know, you really are very multifaceted in your in your interests, and I've always been inspired by that. Um, and I, that's a great segue into the vision of this podcast because I want it to be outwardly focused. I want to bring on people with. Um, with that are just fascinating people they have you know whether they or their families have stories that just need to be told and in my love for filmmaking and documentaries filmmaking specifically in documentary storytelling that's what this is all about so i really the the main focus of today's episode of this first episode is you your love of nature and the cat account so tell me about you kind of just touched on how it got started but where your cat account is now because i mean what are you approaching? Twenty thousand followers? We're um, we're close to eighteen thousand, which is really. Uh, I keep I'll keep probably accidentally mentioning the word silly. It all feels really silly to me. It's just a cat account, but well, really the growth is 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 a small achievement, and it's and it's a, a fun achievement. Um, well, I think when you think about it, I mean, the world we live in is kind of silly. I mean, yeah, <laughs> compared to you know the eighties, nineties, early two thousands, really before you know, social media, I mean, even 2010, even when we graduated high school back around 2011, 2010, I mean, social media was not as, it was not a, I mean, it was around, but it wasn't a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And today it's a lifestyle. I mean, you were to go back to our parents' age and to say, you know, can you, can you believe that I'm actually, or you're, you're actually making you a small business out of taking pictures of your cat um, or your cats and what you're in. I mean, that's, just, that's a silly notion. It really is, but it's but it's it's beautiful, but it's a wild, wild and silly notion. So I think it's silly. I, th- I think you should use that word. It's a very silly world we live in, but that doesn't mean that it's a bad world. I mean, there's a lot of bad, there's a lot of e- evil, but you know, why not? 
be rewarded for going out and loving life with your cats. Yeah, I like I like that. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, like you said, like thinking back, you know, when we were, you know, we graduated high school or in college. Like, I went to college for so many things. I've had so many, you know, jobs and in my short time of trying to develop a career path and I don't I don't know if this is exactly my career path but honestly I definitely will continue this until I can't or you know something happens so um yeah and uh cat influencer wasn't really on my uh list of jobs to try but you know the world offers so many things I think honestly I'm shooting for the stars on this so I think I'll just keep having fun with it I love it (laughs) Well, and first of all, I want to stop for a second and just acknowledge how odd, or I wouldn't say odd, but I didn't realize, which I've seen on social media, I've seen, well, before we get to that, what is the, plug your social media accounts, that way the viewer, or I'm sorry, the listener, um, if they want to in real time, can actually go and see your cats while they're listening to this right now. So it's life of underscore pine. Um, but again, because so, it's because my cat's name is Pinecone, and it was a kind of a, a word play off of the movie Life of Pi. Oh, really? Okay. Um, I didn't yeah. know that. So L-I-F-E-P-I-N, Life of, L-I-F-E-O-F underscore P-I-N-E. Yes. Okay. So while you're listening to this, you've got to go check this out, because what I'm about to describe for you, I've seen it on her social media, you know, out, and, but it's, it's, but it's, it's seeing it in person. This is actually the first time I've actually seen Mushroom, who's here with us today out in the world and it's kind of it's hitting me harder than I thought it would but it's just something so (laughs) profound about so you have mushroom and she's sitting in basically it's a backpack with a little window on it and I immediately it looks like a submarine I mean it really is crazy and she's sitting in there she's on a leash so she can't run away obviously but she still has probably 20 20 feet of leeway and she's she crawled back into this little little house, and I'm just sitting here thinking, oh, my goodness, like, it's just so profound to me that not only, I don't know, just seeing a cat, I've always seen a cat in a shelter or in a person's home. I've never seen a cat just out in the world like like this unless it was a stray. <laughs> so, like, what is this thing, first of all? And I love how you have the Instagram handle on the on Yeah, the a little bit of branding on the bag. Um, so, I... One of my things when, when we go outside is I definitely want to create a safe space um, for my cats. So that's why we have a backpack. Cause I do know it's a little bit different for dogs. Uh, and we are mindful of dogs on the trail and people who really don't want to interact with cats or maybe even an allergy. And so I try to keep in mind, like keeping my cats safe and keeping others on the trail safe. Uh, and I think this backpack does a really good job of that. Um, for Pinecone, I scoop her up, I put her on my shoulders and she'll literally crawl back into it. And for mushroom, I usually put the back backpack uh, forward facing so that I can scoop her and just put it her in there directly but they both like I have this bag out in our apartment they both you know occasionally climb into it they're just very familiar I carry a blanket it's the same blanket I've had for like two or three years for them um, very familiar smells but uh, if you're ever thinking about adventuring with your cat a safe space outside of your home uh, should be created so that's what the backpack does for sure I love it, and they'll you and like you'll be walking on trails, and I've seen this on your Instagram, and the cats will be you on a leash, and mm-hmm. they'll just walk like you'll be walking right alongside you. Do you have any crazy stories or stories, fascinating, any kind of interesting story about um, people acknowledging you guys on the trail? Like I'm sure people when they pass you guys, it's probably not the most common thing. Maybe, I mean, maybe if you were 
which I have seen this, people actually flying parrots on leashes. I have seen that. It's a legitimate oh, thing. Not. It is a legitimate wow. thing. You can actually walk a parrot on a leash. <laughs> and I've seen it's image. Lovely. I've not seen it in person, but it's a, it's a legitimate thing. And I love parrots. And I've always wanted to own a parrot. But I've always said, I want a pet that outlives me. I want to be able to put a pet on a wheel. I want whoever <laughs> lives out, you know, whoever lives longer than me to have to inherit my parrot. Um, tortoises also live outlive humans so i just think it'd be so cool to know that you're never gonna hey i I hate it when pets die so why you know put that pressure on somebody else look this (laughs) thing's gonna outlive me there's no way i'm gonna live to be 100 plus years old because parents can live to be macaws can live to be quite old see i don't know much about birds so but short of that i would i think it's pretty uncommon for somebody just to pass her by on a trail to see you walking a cat i mean how do they react what are the kind of comments that you get so um, for each cat, I adventure a little bit differently. So I will say for Pinecone, we hit the trails really early. She is not a people person. She's an introvert, which she probably gets that from me, like the feeling, because uh, I don't particularly uh, enjoy interacting. I feel very socially awkward uh, as an individual. However, with Mushroom, she's extremely social. And honestly, she's pushed me in uh, different ways in the sense of interacting with people on the trails in general, because usually people outside Uh, especially our state parks. I can't say uh, enough good things about our Georgia state parks. Um, They're super lovely. The people there are always nice. Um, Everybody's there to share the trails usually. Um, But uh, I've only come across one other cat, which was nice. Um, And they just carried the cat in their hands. And then um, more positive, like you'll get a few that just don't believe in it, which is fine. You teach their own. Um, but I think as long as they're respecting the space, I'm respecting the space, there should be like a mutual, uh, respect there. But, um, I think that people get a kick out of their, I do kind of put them in outfits depending on the season. So when it's cold, they have sweaters and little, um, scarves. So I think that's the most commentary is they're like, oh, wow, look at that cat in a sweater and, you know, they'll giggle, but in a good way. Well, it's amazing because, I mean, not only you put them in sweaters, I mean, they wear sunglasses. They wear thematic <laughs> clothing. I mean, I mean, it's just, it's absolutely bonkers what, I mean, in the, not only that, but the pictures that you get, I mean, it almost looks like they're in on it, you know? And I guess they kind of are because you've, you've trained them, but man, it's like, you're not, the pictures you're taking are not like just cell phone snapshot, low quality. I mean, these things could win awards. I mean, these photos you take could win awards and maybe they have, I don't know, but... <laughs> You should be submitting them if you're not. I've definitely won a few contests um, to some uh, photo submissions, but that's definitely been a goal too. Like, not only has this been a fun, silly thing to do with my cats and for us to enjoy nature um, and for us to, to share trails that are available to people, but it's also just to um, professionally in a way. Like, it, it's also pushed me to, like, I've started recently taking photos of people, which is a little bit harder, in my opinion, than cats. Like, I... I give them uh, little cat treats and then they, you know, they just sit there for me and they, they have been kind of a little bit trained, but, um, it's pushed me to, to want to advance in that. So, uh, I do think it's not only silly, but it's, uh, professionally beneficial. Well, I mean, it's definitely, I mean, a, a career development. I mean, and by itself, I mean, just thinking of yourself as, de- it's definitely developed your skills as a photographer I've seen over the years. I mean, cause you've not really, I mean, what? How long have you actually been, quote unquote, doing professional photography or 
cra- the craft of photography. Not terribly long. Not terribly long, no. And, other I mean, than taking photos of the cats. Um, yeah. I've just recently pushed myself to do other things with it. And you would not know that. I mean, it's amazing how far you've come. And we've talked a lot about, you know, cameras and optics. And so that's been another thing that we've kind of talked about over the years and connected to connected over there. But um, have you have any stories like, um, has there ever been a moment when you're out hiking with the cats and they're just not having it and they're just like done? Oh, for sure. Like, and I always play by how they feel. Like, yeah, I'll try to like get that, get the shot while I'm out there or, you know, we'll be in a specific spot on the trail that I find really nice. But if they're not feeling it, then we just move along. Cause at the end of the day, like, if they're not enjoying it, I'm, I'm not going to enjoy it. Um, so the whole point is just to both, one, it's it's like a, almost like a mental health thing. Like, I, I want us both to, one, your cat get enriched in its new environment, sights, smells, and little creatures and flowers it finds. Um, but also, like, you know, if they're happy, like, that skyrockets my mental health in the moment. So uh, we definitely go off of good vibes and good vibes only. I love it. I mean, abs- I mean, I'm trying to, so like, what are some of your favorite trails? So tell us a little bit about, I know you talked about the national, national parks or state parks. State parks. So state parks specifically, which I know you've done some hiking in, in Alabama, mm-hmm. probably Tennessee. Uh, I think once in Tennessee. So tell us about, to get away from the cats for just a second, because they're so dang cute. I want to talk about them. But <laughs> like for our people out there, people out there listening that may be just super interested in fam in hiking in nature um what are some of your favorite hiking spots and trails that and what are just like your top like if you had to tell somebody i've got one day left on this earth and i can only travel 100 miles or 50 miles or something you know what's the one place i should go if i want to be in tune with nature on this last day that's such a good question um oh I think I have a tie, or pretty, they're pretty close. So the first spot would definitely be a place called Cloudland Canyon. Okay, I've, I think I've been there. I think I've been there. It's quite beautiful. I feel like it's friendly for all ages. Um, so you get there and there's this beautiful overlook, like very close by to the parking area. So like kids or older people who have trouble because they have a lot of stairs uh, on the other trails. I feel like it's a really good space for, um, the overlook is a good space for anybody. And then you go to the trailhead and you've got several options. And uh, they have, I think, two main waterfalls. But each one has its own set of stairs. And I feel like overall, I can't quite remember, but it has, if you do the whole park, you'll be completing around 600 stairs. So it's, it's quite a trek. Uh, but if I had to spend my whole day, I'd probably just hike the whole park uh, and see the waterfalls. Um, it's been a special place just for my cats, but also um, when I did a um, kind of like a small vow renewal um, with my husband, we did it there. So it's been kind of like a, just a very heartfelt place, but it's, it's just so beautiful, Mm -hmm. Uh, especially fall time. If you catch the fall peak weather just right, um, there was this moment I remember the first time I went for the fall with pinecone, I, I sat down at the waterfall and we were by ourselves because we went so early and the leaves were cascading around us. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was in this like movie or storybook moment and it felt really surreal. Um, 
and we just sat there while the leaves fell on us. And it just was, I mean, the colors were quite lovely. Um, and then you, you know, you get your other seasons there, but really fall and, and spring and summer are just phenomenal. So I, th- I, I would probably have to go there. Cloudland? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good to know. So if you're out there and you're wondering, Cloudland Canyon, give it a shot, <laughs> give it a shot, give it a test run. And if you have cats, take them with you. Yeah. Which would be, be sad though, if you only had one day left to live, what would you do with your cats? Who would you give them to? Who would you give your cats to if you had one day left to live? Um, probably my friend Anna, if she would take them. Uh, Anna Tetsworth. She's actually a neighbor of mine, but she's Why would become, you give them to her? She, one, she has a, you know, a huge heart for animals. She has two cats of her own and a dog, which I don't know if my cats would get along with her cats. So maybe she's not the best choice, but I feel like she'd put her whole heart into loving them and caring for them. Um, so may- maybe her, if she, you know, her cats would eventually develop an okay mind about my cats, but, um, she's just a great person in general. So I would trust her. <laughs> sell dog, sell cats to a dog lover. Cause I mean, I'm a dog person. I've grown up my entire life. I've always had a pet, not currently, but for the probably 80% of my life of my 30 years, I've had a, at least one animal, one dog, um, and I love—I don't have anything against cats, but I've never had the same kind of connection with them. I guess it's because I'm extremely extroverted, and I think maybe cats are more—I think more introverted people connect with cats. But sell, sell cats to someone who's not a cat lover, <laughs> which is not me. I'm, I, I do—I don't mind cats. I just don't—I don't like gush over cats. But someone who I just think is you're not right a cat with your person. statement, though, like. I think it would have to be an introvert. Mm-hmm. It'd be really hard to sell an extrovert uh, a cat, the idea about having a cat. But introverts, you know, if they think about, like, you know, maybe start with a goldfish or, like, a mm-hmm. turtle, like you said. But, I mean, if you're looking for something that's going to be, like, really cozy and and lovely on the couch or, you know, watching a movie in bed with some popcorn. My cat is obsessed with popcorn, by the way. Like, Aren't we all? Like, right? <laughs> she knows when we pop it. But, um just like you have to have a sub, another Instagram, popping, <laughs> popping with, pine, popping with pine cone, <laughs> popping with mushroom, because because you got mushroom, and then you have blueberry. Yeah. So two of your animals are themed after food. Yeah. And uh, you got pine cone, blueberry. Which we took, we took a week or so to name pine cone. I really thought hard about my first cat's name. Um, but nature theme obviously was the was the idea. That's true. It. Nature, more nature. And yeah. I said it as kind of a joke out loud, but the more I said it, the more I loved it. And then my husband um, rolled his eyes a little bit, but he giggled, and so we went with it. I mean, I think it's a great name for a cat. <laughs> I do. Especially I mean, I've already decided. You know, with pinecone mushroom, if I get a third one, her name's got to be Acorn. So that's great. <laughs> I may name my first child Acorn. <laughs> No, not really, no, but that's it's a very nice name, not for a person. No, probably not. No, probably not the best name for a person. But So I want to kind of as we come to a close on the hiking and the trails and that kind of thing, I know that's such a big deal to you. And um, it, to talk about a little bit about the future of the podcast, um, and I kind of briefly touched on it earlier, but that's exactly what I'm after. I want to talk to as many people as possible. I've got probably two dozen people that I've already talked to if not more just about the podcast and like they're excited to um 
to get involved like and there's some local community local groups that uh, want to come on i've talked to one group that is excited about it and it's just because and they're they're um they they're in the art space and they you know they champion artists in the local community and but i want this not to just be about a local community not necessarily a, a, a national community just anybody and i want to just and i'm going to be doing episodes that take place here in rome which is where we live and where we currently are I'm going to be going to Michigan. I'm going to be going to, um, as well, definitely other states. I don't know at this point. Michigan, Michigan is the only current state. Well, in Alabama. I have Alabama and Michigan lined up. And the reason that this being out of studio and not doing a video podcast is so amazing because I'm now able to pretty much take this anywhere. And our setup here is extremely minimal. I mean, I could pretty much fit the bear. If I needed to, I could fit this entire setup in my pockets and around my neck, not being my headphones. Yeah. Um, it's, it's amazing. And that's part of what has allowed me to do this at this time because technology, and I mentioned this in the intro, but technology is sort of getting to a place to where that's possible because um, I've struggled with that in the tests I've done in the past, wanting to do this anywhere in the world almost about. I mean, we want to be somewhat cognizant of background noise, but we still want to hear birds. We want to hear a campfire. We want to hear the waves if we do this on the beach or, you know, on sitting on a dock with the water rippling by us, um, you know, at a lakefront. Um, but the future of this show is not just to have you. you so I, I guess you'd say I'm probably the only consistent. The plan is, as of now, for me to be the host, can, the only consistent person, um, but have regular reappearances from my friends, from all of the people that I talk to. I'm going to talk to business professionals. I'm going to talk to community leaders, thought leaders. I'm going to talk to people, teachers. I'm going to talk to doctors. I would love to do an episode where I'm actually riding in a fire truck, you know, talking <laughs> with a fireman. You know, I'm, this is the kind of stuff that I'm trying to do. And I know today I wanted to start out with something peaceful, serene. We're just sitting in a park. And hopefully you can hear the birds and you can hear the wind and that sort of thing in the cars. And I just want people, because as my passion as a creator, a content creator, and a storyteller... And my background in podcasts as a consumer, um, this has just been, I want this to feel real. I want people, I don't want it to do, I want it to be almost live to tape. I mean, I try, the idea is not to really do a whole lot of editing, if any. Um, and just, I want people to feel like they're sitting with us around a campfire, around a table, you know, outside of a coffee shop, and just connect human beings with other human beings, both in the room because i mean i do have plans to i've got two friends one both live in michigan they're actually one's from alabama one's from georgia and i'm meeting with them in michigan they're both worship they have a background in worship um leadership for certain churches and this i don't this is not really intended to be a spiritual podcast or a religious podcast or any kind of persuasive podcast it's just an objective observation and just which is why i think the world needs right now it's it's unbiased just objective connection with people and just to learn where people come from and engage with different cultures and different backgrounds and that's what that one episode is going to be i'm introducing two of my friends who've never met and we're going to talk you know and so it's literally going to connect people in the room but also connect the people in the room with the people outside the room listening and um, that's just i'm very excited about it and that's kind of what i wanted to touch on just briefly about the future of the show but um, is there anything else you want to say regarding the, 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 the kitties or the nature trails or anything about Becca? Well, just to touch on what you were just talking about, I really think this is a unique experience because 
if we were in a room right now, you know, like a padded room for, for sound purposes, I probably would be extremely nervous. I feel very at peace. I feel very comfortable. Uh, and I'm an introvert, like we talked about earlier. Um, so I, I get nervous very easily. I feel very self-conscious when, especially speaking, but you've created this environment to where we literally kicked back in these chairs um, just chilling out. Just Which I almost fell out of earlier before we started recording. <laughs> I leaned, I yes, leaned over did. to, I leaned over to take my phone out of my pocket, and I literally fell over. But they're great maybe cheers. A little too relaxed. <laughs> I'm a little too relaxed. Thankfully, we weren't recording at that time, or maybe for, maybe we should have been. I don't yeah, know. It was maybe. kind of a funny moment. But uh, but anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt you. But but no, I, so I really I'm excited for the future for you and to to listen in, and um, I hope that the viewers have enjoyed this crazy cat lady and uh, who just loves nature and. Um, so I'm really grateful that you asked me to do this in the first place and creating this safe environment. So, well, I'm glad you feel that way. And I just thought with you would be a great, great first guest because we can, it's a perfect branch from our segue out of the world that I'm comfortable in, which is video branching out to, you know, worlds that I am not comfortable with. I'm not a nature lover. I, I do not like <laughs> hiking in general. I mean, so I don't necessarily, I'm not a cat person, so to speak. Um, don't mind them, but I mean, I don't have a cat. So um, it's just things like that. I'm trying to get out of my comfort zone too. You know, I want, to, I'm always with my love of networking and just, I'm just, I am so hungry to meet people. And I, one of my favorite things in the world is to connect to people that I know that they don't know that I could see them almost like the matchmaker of professionalism or just friendship. And I'm not, not really into the matchmaking for like love, but as far as like, hey, this person's doing this, um, for their job or their, they have a nonprofit organization and this person is like dying to get involved in a nonprofit or they talked about XYZ to bring those two together to me is like one of the best feelings in the world. So that's kind of one thing that I hope this podcast can do too. But, um, before we go, we're about 35 minutes into this conversation. So I, there's two things I want to do. Um, I want to play a game okay. and I want to talk about recommendations i want to close out every episode maybe with a game i'm not sure but we'll do a game today we'll see how it goes okay and then um but i do want to close out every episode with a recommendation that's something that, the, that you can expect as a listener and it could be anything and i've got an interesting one that may or may not been a safe thing to give a baby for their for the uh give a baby for the or give a two parents during for their baby's first uh, what do you call those showers i gave a, i'm sorry i don't have any kids so I'm, all this terminology is still new but i this may or may not be the best thing to give uh basically a baby for their baby shower or you give the parents i don't know how you would word it but we'll get to that but okay. so but first let's get to this i want to play a game so i i was googling and i can't remember i have to where it actually originated from but i there's a game i wanted to play um or i saw this game and it's where you ha you name out you have celebrities and you try to guess their age. Oh God! And just see how close you can get. And currently, I don't I'm have so a prize, nervous. no cash prize, not even a Starbucks gift card. Which, <laughs> after we leave here, I'm definitely going to get a Starbucks. If anybody knows me, they know I love chips and salsa. Yep. They know I love Starbucks. And I know your order. And and she and she knows my <laughs> order. She I'm I'm gonna get it tattooed somewhere on my body, so that way when I'm cremated. If I am cremated, I want, I was actually talking about this with a friend to not go too deep, too far off the topic, but what would be the best tattoo you could get that really nobody ever sees until you get cremated or you or God forbid, a coroner or the um, autopsy or something like that. You know, hopefully we don't need autopsies, but um, 
I just thought there's a, we can talk about that in another date. Because <laughs> tattoos are pretty cool. I do. I mean, I don't have any myself, but I do admire tattoos. And you're, we'll definitely have to get Maddie on. Yeah. Who is yeah. Um, Becca's husband, Austin, um, who I call Terry because we both have the same first names. So we call each other by our last names. So um, Maddie is Terry's cousin. Mm-hmm. She lives in Arizona. She flies here a few times a year. So she's we'll, about to move here. So she, oh, is she moving? She's moving here. She's moving here. Okay, so. we'll have to take that offline because that's all another. That's a forty-five minute conversation right there. Right there. I did not know that. And <laughs> so anyway, so a little bit more taste of who wants to come. But she is one of the best tattoo artists I've ever encountered. I mean, she's just absolutely incredible. But before we, I do want to touch on this. Let's, let's get to the game. So I've got six people lined up, and I went boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl. And I don't, like I said, there's no prize. This is just brownie points, and let's just see how this goes. And I'm going to, and if you ask Siri, a lot of people don't know this, but you can pretty much ask Siri how old a person is, and she'll tell you. Oh, okay. And I'm going to do a test on this because I turned on Siri to speak, and I'm hoping this works. So I'm going to ask her a question. Hey, Siri, how old is Bill Gates? Bill Gates is 67 years old. Okay. It does work. Okay. So I want her, I want the people at home to are listening to this to hear all that. So Bill Gates is not on the list. Okay. But <laughs> there's six people, boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl. Let's start out with this. Willem Dafoe. How old do you think Willem Dafoe is? See, this this, this is going to be a terrible game for me because I'm bad with celebrity names. When you say So names. Willem Dafoe played the Green Goblin. Oh, my God. I love him. Yes, okay, Willem see, Dafoe. See, I love these people, but I don't know their names. And I'm not invested in figuring out their lives. Um, William Dafoe. I mean, he's got to be a little bit older. Let's let's say. And I'm guessing along with you, I just picked these names at random. I just randomly thought of people's names. I mean, so I don't know the, the answer. 60s, so I mean, he was in 60s. Spider-Man 1 came out with Tobey Maguire in 2002. And that's that's 20 one years ago roundabout so i mean if he must have been in his, i don't know let's shoot for older then i would I'm, terrible. I, I'm thinking he's probably 77 i think late oh, okay. 70s let's okay i want to go with 72 lock in my answer okay 72 i'm saying 70 hey siri how old is willem dafoe willem dafoe is 67 years old oh my wow. god well okay. i feel like i've done a great uh, okay i feel tragedy bad i hope, he, I hope willem dafoe does not listen to this i was 10 I years really doubt it, 10 years senior the senior to him if he does i'm a huge fan well, I don't willem if you're name. listening to this give me a shout and I'll, my contact information's coming up so just keep on listening willem we'll talk oh god um, all right i'm ready for the females i think that'll be even harder so we need to do a point system so you're up one okay so how about this if you win i'll buy you a coffee okay <laughs> let's put some stakes into this okay I okay. guess I'll buy your coffee. <laughs> okay, you buy my coffee if I win. Okay, we'll leave here and we'll grab coffee. So, okay. So, Willem Dafoe, you won. So, I'll, put, I'll write this down in the notes here. So, right now, Becca is up. One point. Okay. All right. Oprah Winfrey. Oh. I mean, she's also got to be in her 60s. I'm going to go with 16. Six. 66 so Beck so my educated guess that? I know she was she did she had her show in the 90s because I know she I know she guest starred a lot on the Bel Air um, Fresh Prince of Bel Air show so I know and she had her 90s so I know she was active in the 90s that's been 30 um well early 90s was 30 years ago so I'm thinking that she's that's been so 30 she's probably around 30 
when she started that at least. So that's right there at least six feet. And yeah. it's been a while since the show's been off. Probably 15 years, something like that. So 30, 60. Surely she's not 75. Though. I don't I think so. I doubt it. No. I'm thinking she's probably 62. All right. What'd you guess? I guess 66, I think I said. Okay, I'm going to say, I'm going to 62. Hey, Siri, how old is Oprah Winfrey? Oprah Winfrey is 69 years old. Wow. <laughs> okay, I would not have guessed that. I love her reaction. <laughs> 70. She's creeping up on 70. My point again, though. So your point again. I'm surprised, though. I mean, she looks great she looks to great. be I've been terrible. I'm 69. terrible at looking at people in general or celebrities and guessing ages. Well, that's a perfect game for us, then, because neither of us are studied. <laughs> it's true. Okay. So, okay. So, all right. So now we have Tiger Woods. Oh, God. You picked a lot of older people. It's just, you made it harder. I, I do have one semi-young person. <laughs> Tiger Woods. I don't know. I want to go with the 60s again. Oh, he's definitely not in his 60s. He's oh, is way, he he's, higher? No, no, no. Tiger Woods is much younger than that. Oh, really? I would yeah. have guessed like 60. Oh, no, 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 no. No, he's, I mean. See, I'm terrible at this. He's probably. I don't know, 58? He's low 40s, maybe. What? Maybe half. Maybe 50. He might, four, I think 47 is the high, highest. I think he's 45, 43. All right, I'm going to go with 54. You said 54. Now, is this, are we playing where you can't go over? Or just closest? I say we just say closest. I say closest. Okay, because I <laughs> frankly, I wasn't winning. keeping track of that earlier. So we'll just say who was closest. <laughs> It doesn't matter if you're over or not. So, you said how what for Tiger Woods? 54. 54. I'm going to say 46. Hey, Siri, how old is Tiger Woods? Tiger Woods is 47 years old. Wow. I just want to put everybody at 60, I guess. No, Tiger Woods is not. He's been, I mean, he's been active as a golfer, professional golfer for, he was, I guess, in his 20s when he came on the scene. I definitely don't know anything about him okay. other than he's so I got very one. skilled. I put that down, down for me. Heck yes. So now I got one. So <laughs> A for Tiger Woods, Austin. Okay, next up. I feel bad. That was a bad guess for me. I know. He's definitely not that. Oh, I knew that. But uh, okay, Britney Spears. She's definitely not in her 60s. I can say that. Um, Lord. Britney Spears. So she. I want to say she's in her 40s. I was, um, well, I was a big fan of NSYNC, and when I was, like, that was the first concert I went to, believe it or not, I don't know if you knew that, but the first concert I went to was NSYNC. I did not know that. 2000 Fun or fact. 2001, maybe? I think it was 2000. It was their Bye 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 tour, where they were, you know, dressed up as marionettes. It's like my sister's favorite. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I didn't realize how odd this was as a, as a young boy, but I had their marionette, like, literally, I had their, like, a, a poster on the wall with them up there, yeah. and little marionettes you know collectibles of them i just loved nsync i just thought they were the coolest coolest like superheroes to me but it was a little in hindsight that's kind of a little strange i guess you know to have teach their own you know but i mean with me for me personally i, I mean, was a not, coldplay fan She's yeah like, coldplay you know it just when my friends came over as fan. you know as a 11 year old and they saw nsync marionettes you know it's not quite it didn't put off the same vibe that i kind of thought it would so anyway that's neither here nor there but so I guess I say that because I know she you know Britney was pretty big when they were big and Justin Timberlake dated Britney Spears yeah and then of course they were so I would say they were in their 20s in 2000 so I'd say so you're right I'd say probably mid 40s I think so I'm gonna say 
44. 44 for Britney Spears. I'll say 46. That's what we do. Like. Hey Siri, how old is Britney Spears? Britney Spears is 41 years old. Oh. 41. So I got so one more point Brittany. for me. Jesus, I just want to make everybody old. So one more point for me. Okay. Oh, I'm tied. So there's actually six people, but to avoid a tiebreaker, this is actually my young person. I, oh, so God. I don't want to do six. Let's just keep it to five. And then um, right now you're in the lead. By th- but actually, no, I got that one, didn't I? Yeah, you Okay, did. I did. I'm we're sorry. tied. So we're tied right now. So it's whoever wins this wins the coffee. Oh, God. Macaulay Culkin. Home Alone star, of course. I'm assuming, I'm assuming you know Macaulay Culkin. Yes. Okay. Love yes. him as well. Yes. Uh, Macaulay Culkin. God, is he... I mean... He's going to be close to our age. Well, he was so, yeah. I mean, he probably would be. He probably would be. Because Home Alone came out in early Sometime in the 90s. 90s right? He would have been 11. He might be probably, he's probably eight years older than us, maybe. So 38, 37, 36. I'm going to say 37, 37. I'm going to say... <laughs> 35. 37, 35, okay. I don't know. Hey, Siri, how old Good is... Good afternoon. Oh, <laughs> she misspoke. I apologize. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Siri. Hey, Siri, how old is Macaulay Culkin? Macaulay Culkin is 42 years old. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Well, you I'm, won. Did I win? What did I say? Uh, I this is 30s. the one time I, I went under oh what my I thought. Oh, gosh. Because I've just made everybody so old. I actually won something for once in my life. Wow, I owe you a coffee, sir. The many things I've lost, today I can say I won. <laughs> I've, I've considered myself a pretty much a big fat loser up until this moment. What? Yeah, like that's probably the only thing. No, that's not the only thing I've ever won. But it, but I, I definitely don't win competitions that often. I'm not uh, known for my prowess. Game, though. I'm not a competitive person either, so I don't... Main main reason I don't play a lot of games. I'm not super competitive. I just enjoy the the journey, not the not the victory, so to speak. So but I agree. Very good. Definitely well, not competitive either. So we're coming. We're at 48 minutes, and we're really we're pushing it on our time here. I don't want to take your all of your day up, Becca. It's been fantastic talking to you though. But before we leave, I want to end the end with recommendations. The one thing, and I can go first if you want. Yes. Kind of talking about the thing that I should, probably shouldn't have gotten a baby for his baby shower. It's electric lighters. And let me tell you, it's awesome. But it basically is a mini taser. I mean, it looks like a miniature taser. It's, a, it's basically a taser that's USB powered. It's just big enough to put the wick of a candle in through. But it's, you, it's amazing. And I've been telling everybody about it. They're 12 bucks on Amazon. I had a, one of those long neck lighters go out. And I just got so tired of either having to fill the oil or the, the, the whatever the fuel or whatever it is you put in there and and i was like surely there's a better way 2023 what's the world got to offer me with modern day lighter technology came across it on amazon 12 bucks boom and i bought three of them gave one to them and i think i gave one more to my mom or something nice electric lighters and so i can effectively so i gave that lighter to my friend we got him a bunch of other stuff too but i sent them this in the in the mail and said for this is for all the birthday cakes to come 
you know, for the years to come. So I kind of made, you know, I, I kind of stretched it a little bit, but I did make it somewhat baby shower appropriate. But that's probably the only gift they got that they're going to use legit, they could potentially use for the full duration of the baby's childhood and yeah. teen years. So true. I hope they keep it. And, I'll, and, and on that kid's 18th birthday, I'm going to say that lighter is from Uncle Wiki. <laughs> He's going to keep it. I love that for you. So anyway, so that's my recommendation. If you've not seen these, they're awesome. Check them out. 12 bucks or so on Amazon. And I've been using it for several weeks, a couple months now, and it's it's awesome. So Heck what yeah. about you, Becca? Um, this is a hard question. Um, I don't have anything that great. Maybe. Actually, okay, so we talked about nature. Let's make it nature-themed. So one thing that's changed my game for um, going outside is uh, Eno hammocks. Um, huge love for them. But, you know, if you're not really into the big hike, but you just want to, like, enjoy just fresh air, I feel like that's just a good way to just, like, sit and or lay down in nature. So it can even be for the lazy man, you know? Do you have, have a specific it. brand or a, like... Eno. Eno? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you say that? No, you're, yeah, it's fine. Okay, I was looking at the notes <laughs> here, but yes. So yes, Eno is your brain. Okay, so what what do they run usually? They are they? Uh, it depends on which one you get, but I would say like eighty. I don't know. Eighty dollars. Like, okay, but I mean they're I if so. they're and these are actually Eno chairs, right? I see the brand. they are and these chairs are fans. super super comfortable. Brand. And if I, I can't even if a, ha- a hammock made by the same company truly would be pretty spectacular. I yeah, gotta, I got to guess. So done a great job. Well, very for cool. Sure. Well, then, thank you, Becca. I want to close this out. Um, thank you so much for coming on and taking and braving, braving the the first guest um, boogies. I guess they'd say. <laughs> or, what, uh, I don't think that's the right word. Boogies. What's the what's the what's another word for like fear? I'm trying. What am I thinking of? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. We're gonna call it boogies. The first episode yep. boogies. <laughs> Whatever. I dig it. I don't know. Maybe it's a new word. I don't know. But. Um, <laughs> Well, I was grateful for the invite, so thank you. It's been awesome talking to you. Love me some pine, uh, mushroom here. She's just <laughs> chilling out still, catching her some sunshine, some rays, which, frankly, I was seriously starting to wonder if we'd ever see sun again. But, I know. Um, well, farewell. Thank you for so much for listening to this first episode, dear listeners. And, um, you know, this is, of course, a new podcast, but for some reason, if you did want to email in with questions or maybe you have someone that might want to, would you think would be interesting for us to talk to or want to talk to us yourself, we are doing uh, virtual interviews as well. So, I mean, I'm not limiting it to in-person. Um, I want to try to keep as many episodes in-person in the real world as possible, but I don't want that to be a barrier between me talking to somebody on the West Coast or Texas, which I have a buddy out in Texas that I want to speak to as well so it doesn't have to just be somebody that's close to 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 meet with in person but we're looking for people that interesting people interesting stories people that have impacted their communities impacted the nation impacted their own backyard i mean their own neighborhood street um it you know or just someone that's you talk to that's just excellent personality i would just love to meet them so help me help you help me get these people on the show let me talk to them and hopefully we can get some stories out of them that that are can be enjoyed and can and, and heard by the the i want to say i don't want to say masses because I, I obviously we don't really have an audience yet but it's at least available out there for people to listen to um so but if you do know someone and or just want to get in touch with us for any reason whatsoever feel free to reach out to us you can email us at contact at hindlightmedia.com that's contact at hindlightmedia.com, and I'll put that somewhere in the description, I'm sure. But contact at H-I-N-D, 
L-I-G-H-T-M-E-D-I-A.com. So on, on that note, thank you so much, Becca. Again, thank you, Mushroom. My goodness, if it wasn't for you here, Mushroom, we simply couldn't have done it. <laughs> we couldn't have. I, w- I mean, I would have left. I, yeah, same. So, I wouldn't even come. I know. I know. So, <laughs> all right. Well, take care, Becca. Thank you so much. Thanks again.